Be to God, yes. We're going to come now to Jesus' uh, word to us for the new year. Do you want to know what it is? Well, you can find it down there in the, in the uh, where's it gone? Here it is, verse 8, I think. Yes, here it is. Here's Jesus' word to us at the start of a new year. Have you got ears? Then listen. I'm going to sit down now, I've finished. No, that's the message. You've got ears. Have you got ears? Hold, the, hold on to them if you want to. Are you pleased with your ears or do you look in the mirror and think, oh, why do I have those ears? Of all the ears I could have got. Got ears? Listen. That's Jesus' message. Chapter 8, verse 8 of Luke. He who has ears, or whoever has ears, let them hear. Um, now, when he says, he who has ears, he doesn't just mean these flappy things on the side of our head. He's meaning something else as well, because he knows what we also know deep down as well, that is that there's another pair of ears inside us, an invisible pair of ears in our hearts, that either let things in and listen, or keep things out and refuse to listen. Funny thing, isn't it? We've got ears in our hearts as well. Um, sorry, I'm, I've got other things to do, actually. So I'm just going to... Um, uh, you just don't, just, just, uh, don't mind me for a, a, a moment. I'm just... Um, there we are. ...development. So I've never really played my own age. I've always been playing younger than myself or older than myself. When you're on a set where people Tom, are Tom, do they uh, I think you're supposed to be preaching. Tom, Tom can you hear me? Do they mention the in-between? Tom, do they know you you're supposed out? to be I preaching. I can hear you, but I'm not listening, Ali. Oh, Tom. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you? It happens to me sometimes. When you're listening and tuned into one thing, usually for me it's the test match. Completely tuned into the radio. And the, can I hear the children? Can I, I can hear them. Am I listening? No, because the real ears are listening to the cricket. Now, isn't that interesting? That it is possible to hear, but not really to be listening. You've got ears? Then listen. That's Jesus' message. And we're going to be thinking this morning about one of the most famous little stories Jesus tells. It's a picture story, a parable called the parable of the sower. That's how it's known, anyway. And we're going to be thinking about some of Jesus' parables in the all-age services over the next few months. And this parable is really so important. It's such a good one, actually, for the start of the new year, because it's all about how we are going to listen. Right, so the story is... Well, I'll tell you what I need for the story. Actually, if you boys, could you go and grab... There's a table just inside that room there. You need to be careful as you carry... It's quite... It, I, I want you to take this seriously. Leave the door open and carry the table in. Just uh, keep the table nice and level. No, 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 no. That's right. That's the table. You got it. That one. That's it. So bring it in, but you need to keep it flat. Can you do that? I'll move this chair out of the way. If other children want to come up to the front so they can see, you're very welcome to come and do that um, because hopefully the, the uh, camera might, might be able to zoom in so others can see as well. We, you just pop, pop it in the middle right here. Oh, good. Some of you BB lads are coming out as well. Excellent. Right, so if you just go and sit down over there, you will be able to see. What we've got here is a way for, to help us to tell Jesus' parable because we've got four different types of soil and I've got four seeds. Now, I intended to go out 
and buy some seeds yesterday, maybe a box of grass seeds, but I forgot. And so what I've actually got here are the cumin seeds from our kitchen. So they're a bit, I always think cumin smells a bit like B.O. I don't know if anyone agrees. I love, I actually love this. I love it. And it's a lovely cooking spice, but I always think the smell of it smells a little bit anyway. You don't need to know that. Right, so what we've got here is we've got the sower who sows the seed. That is the man who goes out and goes out and sows the seeds in his field. The farmer. Who's going to be our sower? Is anyone going to come and sow? Who's, do you, who, who could come and sow? Who could come and sow? Do you want to come? You come and sow. Come on, you come and sow. You come and be our sower. Right. So you've got your seed. There you go. Love, lovely smell. Right. So you stand behind here. So the sower sows his seed. Now the point is about the sower is that the sower just scatters the seeds all over the place in all different sorts of soil. So do you want to take a pinch of those and just blah, 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 throw it all over the table? There we are. Oh, you need a few more than that. Because the, oh, that's only a little a big pinch. Take a big pinch. There we go. Take a big pinch. Excellent. Right, another big pinch. Lovely. Right, so the sower sows the seed. And there are four different types of soil. Now, what do you think that is there? That's the, what does the people do? Pavement? Yeah, it's like a pavement. It's like a path. So that's a path. So some of the seeds, you know, look, some of the seeds have fallen on the path there. Jesus said that. Some of the seeds fell on the path. What happens to the, what happened to the seeds that fell on the path? Did anyone hear? Did anyone listen when Caroline was reading? What happens to the seeds that fell on the path? Shall I give you a clue? Oh, no, you know. Do you know what happened to them? They, yes, they got trodden on, and then what happened? After they got trodden on, what happened? Shall I do a visual demonstration of what happened? <laughs> That's me doing an impression of a seagull. It's brilliant, isn't it? What happened? They got eaten. That's right, they were bird food. So the seed that fell on the, on the, the, the path, it got trodden in. Oh, I need, I, I, you can stay there. You can stay. It got trodden in, and it got peck, 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 peck. Okay, the birds came and ate it up. Right, what about this soil? What do you see here? What have we got here? A rock, yeah, well, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not even a path. It's just rocks, isn't it? It's rock, rocky, stony soil. And um, what happened to the seed that fell there? Anyone remember that one? What happened, Mark? Do you remember what happened? Yeah, it did. It, well, did it, it did grow quickly. Shall I do an impression of that one? Look, again, this is, this is visual theatre at its best. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it was good, wasn't it? Exactly, yeah. It came up really fast, but it had no roots. And so it very quickly withered and died away. Okay, that was that one. Any other ones? Right, what about this? What have we got here? Would you like to touch those and grab all those by your hands? No, why not? It's thorny, but I just I wouldn't have let him do that, by the way. Just so, just so, just so, just so Esther and Danny know, I wouldn't have let their precious son grab the um, the, the thorn. Yes, it's thorns, isn't it? So the um, the, we, what happens to this, the uh, seed in the thorns? Does anyone get? Does anyone remember that? What happened to that one? Do you want me to do? Do you want me to do my expert visual representation of this? I know you do because it's it's great. It's really good. Right. So it went, it grew up, and then, <laughs> what, so what happened? What happened to it? 
It got caught in the thorns. That's right, exactly right. It got caught in the thorns, and the thorns choked it. The thorns choked it, so it died. Okay. Right, so we got the, 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 the sower sowed the seed. Some fell on the path, and the birds came and... Others fell in the rocky soil, and it grew up very quickly, but it died very quickly because it had no root. Some fell among the thorns that grew up, but then got choked. What about this one, then? What have we got here? Wet, damp soil. Look at this. this is beautiful, beautiful soil. Beautiful. Look at that. That's proper compost. Is that? It's a beautiful, good soil. Yeah. yeah. And that one. What in, in that one in the story? The the good soil. What happened to that one? That's the easy one. It grew, and it grew, and it grew. Okay. So the good soil. It grew up, grew up, grew up, grew up. Right. Thank you very much. You can go and sit down now. What was interesting is that Jesus told these stories, these parables, partly to make things easier, because it's a nice, simple story about the, the, the seed. Do you know what, though? There's another side to it as well. Partly, he told them to make things a bit more difficult. Let me explain. When people came along and they heard this story, maybe they'd traveled miles to hear this great preacher, Jesus, and they arrived... And they heard him telling this little story about a farmer sprinkling the seeds out into the field and uh, falling on different types of soil. They would have thought, well, what's all this about? No idea. Just imagine. Just imagine you didn't know the meaning of the story. Lots of you do. But just imagine you didn't and you'd never heard the explanation. What would you make of it? I don't know. The best we could do would be to guess. We think, oh, I don't know, I don't know what it's about. And we would go home at the end of the day thinking, well, that wasn't very much. That wasn't, that, that was, I went to hear Jesus, this great preacher, and all I heard was a little story about some seeds. I have no idea what it was about. Completely over my head. Well, that's probably what lots of them did. See, these little stories somehow make it more difficult. But Jesus' friends, his disciples, his followers... They were determined to know what the story meant. So when he had finished, they went up to Jesus, which is what people who want to know the truth do, and they asked him. They said, Jesus, what's it all about? Tell us the secret. Tell us the meaning. I've been entrusted here by Louisa. Louisa is an eye, do an eye doctor, an ear doctor, um, as well as um, our excellent pianist in church. Um, and uh, so... She has lent me today and gave me an expert masterclass in how to carry it. You said, like a pen, not like a hammer. Okay. So fully trained, I am now trusted and able to do full ear examinations, which is what I intend to do this morning. Um, because it's important, you see, this, this is not an ordinary otoscope. An otoscope? Yes, an otoscope. This is not an ordinary one. Because this doesn't just tell you what's going on in the, this ear. This tells us what's going on in the ear inside. So, what I need is, I wonder if we could persuade some adults to do it. Yeah, no, I think we need, I think we need to have some adults to do this. I think, I mean, I mean, to be honest, Sophie and Adam are quite obvious contenders just sitting here in, in the front. I know you're always a victim. No, no, he doesn't want to come, does he? Okay, we'll have the children. Let's have, let's have the children. All right, fair enough. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Right, let's have some children. We've already, we've, uh, we've, we've had one, two, three, four. You can come out because you've already come, you've already come out. So you, you stand by each one, of, each one of you stand behind a particular soil. Come on. Yep. Mark, Joey, Registan, you come out and stand behind the thing. Right. So, oh, there's, there's a bit, it's a bit tightly packed. There we are. Let him in. So, what we need to do is basically discover what is going on in the heart ear. The ear in the heart in each of the soils. What was the first soil? The first, the first one was the path, wasn't it? You know, because you saw it all. Right. So, the path. What's going on? Um, now, can we just confirm your full name, please, before we go ahead with this procedure? What's your full name? Joey, London. Date of birth? What year? Um, what? I've, got, I've, got, I've got your documentation. I need to just check it's the same. 2014. Okay, 2014. And um, are you, do you give your consent for this procedure to take place? Yes. Well, thank you. That's good. <laughs> just checking. Desi, it's fine. Here we go. Well, I'm going to take a run up. No, I'm not. Right, let's have a look at the ear. Now, do I pull it down? Do you have to pull it down hard, the ear? Really yank it down as hard as possible? Is that, is that I'm just looking at any? Right, there we are. Verse 12, it seems to say. It says verse 12 on my thing. Hang on, let's, wait, wait a minute, where's my Bible gone? I put, here it is, look, here's a, here's a Bible. Verse 12, oh, it's on the wrong page. Here we are, verse 12. Hang on a moment. Ah, it is, look, it's working. Verse 12, have you got the Bible? Have a look at verse 12, and you can see it says there, it tells us exactly what's going on. It says, those along the path, see, it's accurate, isn't it? Look, the path. Those along the path, they are the ones who hear the word and then the devil comes and takes away the word in their hearts so that they cannot believe and be saved. Ah, thank you very much. Our otoscope did its job. We know now, now know what's going on in the heart of the, the people who are like the path. Is that they don't really even hear it at all. As the word of God is shared, they think, Oh, it's not for me. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant for me. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. And uh, don't touch the thorns. They think it doesn't matter. Um, or I'm never going to understand it, so what's the point of even thinking about it? Or words like that. Put it down, Joey. Okay, so that's the people on the path. And it's so sad because they never even really hear because their minds are so full of other things. Right, you can go and sit down. We've done yours now. Thank you very much. Right, next... Let's have a look at the next one here. Reggie. Are you ready? What's your name? Um, Reggie. Full name, please, Reginald. Um, Reginald Eric. Reginald Eric Way. Okay, lovely. So that's it. So you confirm you're happy for me to go ahead with this, with this procedure today? Not usually. No, not usually. Very wise. Right, let's have a look. Mm. Verse 13. 13, the number 13 is coming up. What's 13? What's happening with the, because you're the rocky soil, aren't you? Verse 13, those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. Right, Reggie, you can go and sit down because we've done yours. So, those are the people, and it's so sad when it happens, is that they hear the word of God and they think, oh, this is wonderful. Hear the word of Jesus that, he, that God receives and forgives all who come to him. And they think, this is amazing. 
One God who loves me, who is more powerful than any other force in the universe, and his love is set on me. This is amazing, they think. And then, suddenly, someone at work goes, oh, you don't believe all that, do you? Or someone at school goes, oh, only losers believe all that. Or something difficult happens in life. Very quickly, it just, it just goes. They forget it. Really sad. It's so sad when it happens. It does happen. Really, really sad. That's, the, that's the, the, uh, on, the, on the rocks. Right, what's your full name? Mark Aaron Bunting. Mark Aaron Bunting. Okay, Mark Aaron Bunting. What's your date of birth? 19. What's your address? Postcode? No clue. No clue. Well, I don't know whether we can go ahead with this operation, but your mum's smiling, so presumably it's all right. So, <clears throat> what we're going to do, I think there's added complications in your case, that actually what we need to do to get it into your earmark is that we really do need to hold it more like a sledgehammer and to whack it in like that. Oh, dear me. Ooh. Ooh, that's 14. 14. Thank you, Mark. You can go and sit down. Number 14. Oh, dear. What is that? That's what I just saw there. What is the seed that fell among the thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries and riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. Oh, dear. So again, they hear it, and they think, this is wonderful. What good news about God? What good news that God loves me and calls me and gives me a purpose in life. But then there's all that to do. And then I've got to attend to that. But of course, don't forget that as well. And then I've got to get to that appointment. And I've got to do this. And then there's job. And then there's, then there's, there's my pension. And then there's this. And I've got to sort this out. And, and very quickly, it's completely distracted. And it's choked. It's choked. It happens. It happens. It's so, so sad when that happens. And do you know what? I think that in some ways, this is probably the biggest danger that all of us face as suburban Christians in the West. It's a terrible danger because there are so many options. There are so many things that we could do. There are so many good things that we could get involved with. There's so many distractions that we don't stop and listen the word of God, carefully, quietly. Do you know what Jesus said? One of his teachings was, seek first God's kingdom. And the problem is that very often we think, oh no, I don't need to make a decision. I can follow Jesus and be just like everybody else all around me. I can have all the same priorities, all the same agendas as everybody else around me. But you can't. You can't do both. Okay. Because Jesus says, that's actually, that's incredibly dangerous. Put first the kingdom. It's a real challenge for all of us, for myself included, particularly as modern, western, suburban Christians. Right, let's have a look at the last one. So, here we are. Your name, please, sir. Uh, Stanley. You can't remember your middle name. I know, I know who you are anyway, Stanley. It's all right. Okay, let's have a look. Shall we just check? Ooh. Oh, that's good. 15. Let's have a look at 15. What does 15 say? Hang on a minute. Where's it gone? My Bible's upside down. 15. But the seed 
on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. We don't sit down and imagine. Now, that's the good soil. What does the good soil do? Listens. It listens carefully. It listens consistently. Goes on listening. Listening. It doesn't think, oh, I know that. It doesn't think, oh, I could never understand that. It doesn't think, oh, that's irrelevant, or that's just too difficult. It thinks, no, I am going to apply the ears of my heart to hear what God is saying. I'm going to follow it. I'm going to obey it carefully. And the extraordinary thing is it doesn't happen overnight, but over a long period of time, gradually, the fruit comes. We had just been in New Zealand, and uh, my, uh, Katie's mum and dad, we, we were with Katie's mum and dad, and their uh, house there, they've got, a, they've got a house near the beach, it's a lovely spot, and um, there's one point in the corner where a tree, and the roots of the tree, are start, they almost started to, seem to, started to lift up the house. That's a, bit, that's a bit worrying, actually. But that's what can happen. That was just, when that, what was that tree when it started? It's a little seed. But a seed, when you leave it long enough, can have the most extraordinary power to change and grow. And in the end, a little tree seed can uproot a house. So, this is the challenge for our new year. This is the encouragement for our new year, all of us to keep listening carefully to the Word of God, to keep listening carefully to the Bible, because that's what it means in practice. I don't know whether you have a daily Bible reading practice. Is that something that is embedded in your life as regularly and as much part of just what you do as cleaning your teeth in the morning? Because that's what it needs to be. I would love to help you so if you think, I have no idea where to even start, to suggest a place. Shall I tell you where to start? Start with, oh, there's lots of places you can start. Why don't you start with the Gospel of Luke, seeing as that's what we're looking at this morning. Look up in the, if you don't even know where the Gospel of Luke is, look it up in the index. If you don't have a Bible, then come and t tell me and it will be my privilege to give you one. Let's get into it this year. And even if you read just a little paragraph each morning or evening or whenever it is, going to work for you. Get yourself listening, reading the Word of God every day and pray for God's grace that it will bear fruit in your life. Right. Okay, children, you go back to your seats and I'm going to say a prayer as we finish and perhaps apply ourselves. Maybe some of you think, ah, you know what? That's, that, that's something I should have sorted out years ago and, but, uh, and haven't yet. Well, now's the chance. There's never no point in looking back and saying, ah, much better to look forward and say, right, come on, I'm going to do, I'm going to make it different now. Let's build that habit every day in God's word, the Bible. So we're hearing it. We're hearing what God is saying with open ears, ready to listen. God, our father, we thank you for Jesus's story of the sower. The soil types, they're not fixed. In the past, we may have been like the other soils, but we want to be, many of us, good soil with ears open, genuinely, deeply listening to what you're saying 
obeying with all our hearts and by your grace and in your power, bearing fruit by the power of the Holy Spirit. All this we ask in the name of Jesus.